So, okay. considering uh, that you have a fugitive with you, who, as I understand it, is a fugitive from the entirety of the city and its uh, leadership, however that manifests, yep. perhaps it would make sense for you to find yourselves outside the city at the moment. As reluctantly as I can leave this fancy hotel room. <laughs> the hotel room! Didn't we just break out of a prison or something? Yeah, we were just discussing exactly. that. Yeah. So, um, the party, in its entirety... Uh, finds its way eventually to the wilderness outside the city to camp uh, beneath the stars in the Feywild. What would everybody be doing as you're all sort of settling down to begin setting up a, a fire a, a fire pit, getting tents ready, etc.? I'm going to yeah. roll out my sleeping mat and pull out my favorite book, My Boyfriend <laughs> the Were-Raven, and get a couple of passages out. <laughs> uh, witness is like clearing around the uh just just making a clearing and oddly picking up different stones and setting them uh, like just around and no one quite knows why he's, just, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's basically just setting the nature mm-hmm. to like a, a nice like setting the scene scene yeah danny what were you danny. going to do danny is getting some firewood because mm-hmm. uh, lumberjacking helps him think, mm-hmm. and he has a lot to think about right now. Alright, so for a moment, Danny is off collecting firewood in the forest. Alright. Miles is actually listening in to Eli reading. <laughs> is Eli reading out loud? Oh, no! You want, you, you, would you like for me to read out loud? Oh, I thought you were going to, because you usually oh, do. actually, you know what? Now that you mention it, I would love to. It's early morning. <laughs> the dew sets upon green grass as my feet collide with the cool sensation. <laughs> Eyes catching a glance of sleek black features next to me. Last night's ventures were long forgotten in the misty morn, but I greatly recall the fun that was had last night. Ruffled feathers fell directly to the ground as if that were they were intended to go. I didn't mind. I think he looks beautiful either way, even without a couple of feathers. So as that continues for for a good while, as as <laughs> Eli continues to read from this book, Kit, you were. What were you doing, yeah, Kit? Kit? Kit is uh, setting up his personal tent. Okay. Oh my god. Would you like to describe for us this personal tent? Uh, well, first of all, it's a two-man tent, but he sleeps in it on his own because he couldn't bear the thought of sharing a space with any of these people. He needs room for him and his personality. Exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, uh. Him and his ego. <laughs> it's a two-man tent. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's sort of a very, very fine... Very fine silk, sort of a lot of purples, very sort of aristocratic tent. The kind of thing that a king or a prince would have, as opposed to just a regular commoner. Mm-hmm. Where is Eli Reed in this book? Would it be within earshot? Right oh. next to the fucking tent, actually. All right. <laughs> uh, in, in that case, he would take a quick break from his uh, tent uh, setting up to try and cast a spell on Eli. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the spell, and what does uh, it require? He wants, to, he wants to cast Bestow Curse with the intent to make it so that Eli forgets how to read for the duration. <laughs> oh, no! Alright, what save What uh, save is required of Eli for uh, this I'm Bestow just, Curse? I'm just looking it up. I fucking love this party. Okay, so it's that's a wi- wisdom, wisdom save, DC 15. Oh, that's so rude! You know her wisdom's low! Do I notice wisdom him passing the spell? Probably, yeah. I mean, I'm not hiding it, and it's verbal and somatic, so I'm waving my arms and chanting. Uh, I wonder if I should bless Eli. Skedaddle, skedoodle. Please do. So, are you... Please do. So, um, Eli worked really hard on I these passages. I suppose the question is, 
I suppose the question is, uh, what is the circumstance under which Kit is... It has to be a... You have to touch a creature for Bestow Curse. He'll stop uh, building the tent and turn around and just walk up behind Eli and slap her on the back. <laughs> what right. else do you ask, Mandy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so I would say under that circumstance, uh, would Miles, shall we say, would Miles be aware of this as something that Kit could do, potentially? I mean, I've never uh, done it before. I only just got true, this one alone. All right. Before, so yeah, I don't know if I'll be quick enough to be like, "Oh, he's bestowing a curse on Eli." Um, once he slaps her in the back, is there a possibility that I could just get my staff and sort of like get him in the stomach so he goes back? Well, let's resolve. Have, like, let's resolve back. the curse first. Okay. Sorry, Eli. You're on your own. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fail. That's a blatant fail. That's a four. <laughs> All right. So Eli, as, as as Kit uh, slaps you on the back, you uh, you turn to retaliate. Um, so go ahead and retaliate first before you uh, feel the effects of this. You do feel an effect wash over you. So you can make an athletics check contested by Kit's acrobatics or athletics. That would be a nineteen for me. Natural mm-hmm. twenty plus five. Oh, right. no! So Kit dodges out of the way of this uh, poke with the staff. Um, Awful. And I'm assuming goes back to his tent chuckling to himself. Exactly. Chuckling to everyone, (laughs) really. So, uh, are you just casting this at third level, Kit? Uh, yeah. Alright, so Eli, you turn back to your book and you find the words swim in front of you and suddenly you find it unintelligible and and as much as you struggle to, to read this, you find that for the next minute, uh, you are unable to comprehend the words on the page. Oh, for the next minute? So it's not throughout the duration, it's just for the next minute. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the duration is concentration. Long. Yeah, the concentration is up is just up to a minute. Ah! <laughs> hey, but you won't know that until a minute's passed. Oh yeah. Eli is not aware of the duration of the spell, so as far as you, you can tell, and it's fairly obvious that this effect was produced by Kit slapping you on the back. I would say that Eli would, okay, would draw well, that conclusion. Okay, well, I'm gonna slam the fucking book shut and get myself up and make my happy way over to Kit. Unless, unless Miles wants to try and stop me. See? <laughs> uh, it, okay. He'll say, he's just, he's just playing with you. Don't. I don't give a fuck! Dude, I was reading that! And she's gonna walk over to him and, like, slap him uh, in the back in the same manner that he, like, did the curse. And she's gonna go, bitch! <laughs> yeah. I die. I die immediately, because I have no con mod. Danny will scream as he's coming back, Ah, shut up! Aww. He made me not read shit! I was reading shit! I don't some, give a- Is there some kind of problem? She looks well, him straight in the eyes, and she goes, You're on my fucking list. I'm not in the mood for this right now, guys. Can you please cut it out? I didn't start it. He started it. I I have no idea. What I don't you're care about. who started it. I'm ending it right now. Eli just like looks back and forth from them and like rumbles to themselves and just walks over and sits next to Miles with her arms crossed over her chest and looking forward. After a little bit, uh, Eli, you feel this sort of magical effect lifting from you. Yeah, but now I'm sad, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to read the fucking book. I figured it. <laughs> so, yes, D- Danny, you, you come back amidst this chaos, and I'm assuming begin uh, setting up an actual fire pit for the evening. Yep, yep. 
If possible, I'd like to also get some dinner for the crew. I believe I have a feature that lets me do that automatically. Oh, yeah, I also have my bag of infinite spice so I can make it taste real good. All right, so let's say say you spend the next 20 to 30 minutes both assembling a fire and uh, constructing a meal for your companions. Okay. I'm gonna put some spice on it, some good spice. Okay. Maybe some, <laughs> some, some, some cilantro or some or some basil, some Parmesan cheese, some garlic. Now you just listen to literally random ingredients. <laughs> By the end, you got like some glazed ribs or something. Danny probably killed a wild boar and picked some wild berries or whatever. What exactly is the wildlife here like? Uh, upon sort of considering that, as you as you look around and, and witness, as you uh, kind of finish this uh, arrangement of nature around this uh, around this camp that you've all set up, um, you find uh, there's a light a light mist that kind of rolls in around you. I thought this Sorry, no. <laughs> no, no, this isn't. This is not the point when Ian takes over the the podcast and brings you all the Barovia. That's not what's happening. It becomes Um. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not like a wall of mist. It's just sort of a light, uh, roiling mist as mm. uh, as the day has ended. Um, and uh, you look. You look around, and um, the mist does seem to sort of stop at the edges of this uh, ring uh, of nature that you've constructed. Witness nothing. You know, it, it doesn't impede visibility. Um, you can hear the the chirping of of uh, the croaking and chirping of of toads and bugs. As is the want of the Feywild, much more pronounced than perhaps in other places, to the point where it is it is not it is not a quiet background. It is uh, something of a of a notable cacophonous sort of sound. And you look up, and the stars are coming out. Uh, you can see some vague unnamed constellations through the trees, and all is at least as much as it can in the Feywild, kind of settling down to the moment where the only things you can really see around you are. The road beside which you've rested, the crackling of the fire, and your companions having it out in various ways. <laughs> yeah, it's taking the moment to just kind of relax. Has a little sit down and crosses his legs. Just kind of watches everyone. Keeps his distance for now. But he, he knows that he, he's kind of like put up some light wards that should, that should help protect against, you know, any unpleasant trees for the night. All right. Uh, what is your passive perception, witness? Oh my god, it's, it's so high. As you're looking out over the road, you can hear the, uh, the soft padding of feet along with a, uh, an occasional clunk of, of what sounds like a staff just crunching 23. on 23. Yeah, just crunching on the gravel road, uh, approaching from not the direction of Ainfern, but from the other uh, direction down the path. And it seems, it seems a couple, uh, a good like 50 or 60 feet off at the moment, but it is still very clearly audible to you. This uh, sound of some a single person walking down the path towards you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone know. Hey guys, it seems we might have company soon. And he's trying oh, to like no. trying to get everyone's attention through the like yelling and <laughs> cooking of spices and meats. <laughs> what did you did you see something down the road? No, I I, I just hear someone coming up the road. Lucky, go find him. Uh, I'm going right. to point where Witness was gesturing to, and I'm going to have Lucky go try and find the source of it and report back to me. Yeah, he lets you know uh, it's Lucky. not coming from Ainfern, though, so it wouldn't, it, maybe, 
don't don't tell Lucky to kill. <laughs> don't don't kill Lucky. No killing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, Lucky uh, travels begins padding down the path. After a short time, you hear uh, an unfamiliar voice sort of go, "Oh, um, oh, excuse me. Uh, do you uh, belong to someone?" And uh, uh, e- Eli, uh, can, can can we hear that? We can hear that, yeah. right? Yeah, it's only about 30 feet away from you at this point, down the road. Eli just sort of mutters to the rest of the party to where they can only, they can only hear. Oh, he sounds like a pussy, it's fine. So, um, uh, you hear this un- uh, unfamiliar voice yet again say, Well, um, let's, uh, why don't you just lead me to where, where you're, uh, going? And, um, coming down the path, you see, um, Lucky padding out of the, out of the, the mist again. Followed by, um, an, a very old human gentleman. This gentleman seems unremarkable <laughs> to, to lucky um the the first things you notice about him are he uh first of all he is old and clearly human he has long gray hair that sort of uh spills over his shoulders and uh down his back he has uh three sort of top knots in a row along his um uh sort of like a in sort of like a mohawk shape along his uh the top of his head he is carrying nothing but a uh nothing really on the back but his but a small pack um that clanks a little bit as he goes and a walking stick that has tied to the end of it a piece of red cord um he is dressed in monk garb and uh his uh up of uh, the only other notable thing really about him is that uh his left arm is uh is missing and it, the robe is tied off uh, slightly below the shoulder. He walks out of the fog behind Lucky and goes, Hello? And he kind of sees her and goes, Oh, uh, pardon me, is this your, um, your dog? Yep. And I'm gonna beckon for Lucky and I'm gonna give him some scritches. He seems a very intelligent and kind companion. Daddy is, daddy is. You want some, uh, jerky? We got enough for everyone. The old man kind of raises his eyebrows and goes, Hmm. I didn't expect much hospitality here, but, uh, if you're offering, I suppose. Um. Yeah, like, while that's happening, there's, like, this, this huge, like, lady-looking creature with her arms, like, crossed, and she's, like, grumbling to herself, like, who would be friendly for harm? Like, just very uh, distraught, very not okay with what's happening for some reason. Fanny's uh, just making some, like, Canadian bacon. I mean, um, maple wood bacon. Well, uh, I suppose... Fantasy Canada bacon. Yeah, Fantasy Canada bacon. I suppose such hospitality mandates uh, a good turn in return, no? And uh, this old man will uh, move up towards you and he will lay, put down this pack of his and produce from it a um, a teapot and a couple of small packets out of which um, a variety of smells are uh, emanating. And uh, a couple of cups, only three, only three or four. Um... And uh, he begins to sort of set that up and uh, sort of notes the fire that you have and says, uh, "What uh, what does everybody take for their tea if they enjoy it?" Yeah, I'm afraid I don't have any of that. <laughs> I do. She like gets out a bottle of this like it, nice looking. It, it um, she still has the uh, the alcohol that she got from Zelphine, so it's it's like almost <laughs> a magical alcohol. And it looks like the night sky, and like whenever you pour it, like the, there look like the, there's like feathers in it and stuff. It's really mm-hmm. cool, but she has it, and it's there. Mm-hmm. Anybody else would like some uh, tea? Uh, I'll take uh, some citrus if you got anything. Yeah, just plain for me. 
but he will secretly put some of his alcohol in his. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you have do you have any mint? I would like some of that. I have I have something minty. Let me see. Uh and uh and for you, um, my friend with the uh appreciably flamboyant outfit there. Thank you for noticing. Uh, I'll take some <laughs> peppermint as well if you have it. I've heard it's good for the nerves and I've had quite a trying past few days. Mm-hmm. Danny will take some mint out of his spice pouch uh, in case it's required. The old man does uh, seem to find a, a satisfactory sort of blend of, of, uh, of uh, leaves in, in different uh, aspects of it to, to create a tea that uh, seems to satisfy the... Um, uh, the the mint craving that most people seem to be having in the group, and then um, after that uh, after that is done, which takes a little bit of time, he will um, empty the pot and create something else uh, that is a, that is more sort of tangy and citrusy that he. Uh, yeah, Danny. Will, Danny will be fine with the mint. Okay. Yeah. So he 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 begins sort of stoking and brewing this tea, and um, he looks around at all of you as he does so and says, "It is." He said you needed it for the uh, the nerves. I don't, uh, I don't mean to pry at all, but it does seem as though you all, uh, look a little shaken. Yep. You certainly could say that. Yeah. It's been rough, to say the least. Uh, whenever, whenever Kate goes, you certainly could say that. There's just a, oh, from Eli. (laughs) That bad, huh? Oh, yeah. Worse, actually. Uh Uh-huh. In my experience, folks like you tend to uh, be able to figure things out. Not always. Well, <laughs> Eli snorts so fucking loud at that. <laughs> I would well. I wouldn't say that the success rate is usually a hundred percent, but uh, I suppose it's it's better to uh, at least at least you care about what's uh, happening around you. And then another huge snort from Eli. What kind of reason? I brought that to say nothing. <laughs> Clearly, or, you, you haven't met this one before. <laughs> well, I haven't met any of you before. This is. Uh, I did pass somebody a, a bit a ways back on the road that indicated that this was the Feywild. I must admit, I've never been here before. Ah, another first timer. All of these uh, chaps seem to have much more experience than me, but they don't seem all that helpful. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because maybe. Hey. Huge dick, and um, most of the time, whenever people try and help you, you make it about yourself. Go off. Witness just looks at the like <laughs> light words that he put around the camp, and he just shrugs his shoulders, like, "Okay." <laughs> hey, witness, you want some food? I like how you're like a friend, witness. I like I like how we're just good friends, and we don't fight, and we're just friends, and that's there's no uh, hostilities involved all the time, what? every fucking day. Eli just puts this her arm from? up and she's like, no, I get the picture. And she's going to go grab her broom and she's going to go off uh, j- just away for a little bit. <laughs> no. Oi. This uh, is where the group falls apart. Well, you see, <laughs> she's kind of like that. I get the sense. But the, re- the rest of these people are decent enough folk. I have no quarrel with them. They can be a little bit crass, uncivilized, but they pull their weight. Eli's not so bad once you get to know him. No, and she's good. Danny's gonna stand up and actually 
bring o- start sort of handing out little plates and it, there's not that many plates it's like oh okay first it's a plate and then it's another plate and then it's like the pot and then it's like a mm-hmm. shoe or something just full of <laughs> right. not a shoe, shoe take the like, shoe <laughs> <laughs> no not a shoe but like cups and pans and stuff that maybe isn't meant to hold food mm-hmm. right i've I've met people like that before. This Eli, you said their name was, who are abrasive and admittedly angry. And in my experience, well, not to uh, not to imply that I know your friend, but in my experience, those sorts of people usually have things that they're not um, that they're not ready to share, things they bottle up. Mm-hmm. I think you should respect her that she's got her things that she wants to keep to herself. I think. Oh, of course. It, it is never good to try and pull that sort of thing out of somebody before they're ready. Look, Eli, I know she doesn't seem like it, but Eli's helped me a lot when I was in a not so great place, and uh, she's good, good, good person. And then Danny will go and take a plate of food over to Eli, uh, wherever she has gone off to. As you walk away, Danny. you hear this old man sort of saying to the rest of the group as you go. Um, for those sorts of people, it is mostly true, at least in my experience, that actions tend to speak louder than words. Mm. Mm. I could see that. I mean, she has never been interested in words. Except for the book that she really likes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> book? He kind of looks a little confused at that. Eli! Uh, Eli is uh, on the outside of, of the camp. Like, not not towards Ainfern, but like away. With some work, you could probably find her. You, you know her better than anyone in the party does, so it's it's more obvious to you where she'd be. Yeah, just uh, here she's kind of sitting at the trunk, like arms crossed, looking for her. Tress is probably near it. She's like petting him. Lucky will go and sniff her a bit, and then Danny will come over. I'm, I'm a, I, I don't know whether or not the Tressim and Lucky get along. I think um, they do. I, I think there was the Tressim a... is like a sort of a foil to Eli in that the Tressim is actually very sweet. There was a cuddle puddle in one of the previous episodes, <laughs> so. It's true. So Lucky will come over and just give the Tressum a big old lick. Yeah. Uh, the the Tressum will probably, like, start purring or something. I mean, the Tressum is probably already purring. But uh, Eli's not really acknowledging it at all. And then Danny will come over and give her the food and sit next to her. Hi. She's going to put the food at her feet. Um... Not necessarily going to eat it right now, but sort of like nod, like nod and acknowledgement. Um, maybe the Tressum, uh, Saloon is going to go and start like nibbling at it at its edge, but like nothing, nothing much from there. Um, and other than that, Eli is going to kind of not really say anything. Just sort of like look forward, sort of uh, face blank. Danny's not going to force anything out of her. He's just going to kind of sit with her. After a while, uh, whenever there's a silence and, like, there's been enough silence, a comfortable silence, I think, I'd say, 
Eli's just going to sigh, and she's going to be like, I was just reading a fucking book. He keeps on telling me that I'm attacking him and shit, but I was just reading a book. Yeah. He, this he's... is the same person who's like, you could stand to be a little bit more educated. Like, I don't fucking get it. I, I do, I breathe, and it's wrong. I called yeah. him a friend yesterday. It's... Kit is kind of a bitch. I bet he's talking shit about me to that fucking weird guy with a key anyway, so what's the point? What's the point in trying to be nice whenever he's automatically going to start talking shit about me? Well, if nothing else, I appreciate it. She just sighs and grumbles to herself. She's like, there's no fucking point. Danny will give her a hug. Yeah, no, no, okay. Okay. Like, no, hug. no, all right. I, that's fine. Okay. Now, you know what? Not physical contact. That's all right. Just warn me. Hi. May I give you a hug? No, not right now. I'm okay, still, that's fair. I'm still getting over the first hug. No, I just... Okay. Listen... I know things are bad for you right now, and if we're going to be going back there head first or whatever to try and fix this corrupt government, which, by the way, I am so not qualified for. You, you know what? I don't care if you're qualified. I appreciate that you're coming along at all, because you don't have to if you don't want to. I don't want to, but... I mean, to be fair, there's nowhere else I can go. I mean, if everyone else wants to do it, I don't have anywhere else or anyone else, so... I mean, yeah. Like, there there are only four of us. No, five, including me, I guess, but... Do you really think five people can change an entire government? Well, let's just say I think we'll be able to get a little more help than that. And now that it's, like, basically a fucking wanted fugitive there, like... The disguise is gonna drop. He's gonna get arrested again. Which, I, I don't I mean, think he's. I don't think he's. I, I don't. I don't think he's gonna be wanted for much longer. I, something tells me they don't really care that much. Believe me, I saw all the paperwork. And uh, maybe I slipped something in there. Just you know, little some some for him. Uh. Eli's actually gonna raise a brow and their head is slowly gonna turn over to Danny as if saying, Tell me more about this. Well, you know, empires, kingdoms, and countries, they run on paper, and sometimes if some of that paper, you know, just, uh, gets a couple markings in such a way that maybe would indicate that uh, the charges have been dropped or the case has been resolved already or, oh you know, something God. like okay, that. Oh my God, okay, so Eli's jaw is going to slowly drop and be like, the crazy bastard did it. Holy shit. Actually, you know, you know fucking what? Yeah, no, give me a hug. I'm so fucking proud of you. Aw, <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> I think that um, uh, Eli's just gonna like really, really quick, like a like a three, maybe like a three millisecond hug, like a bro hug, and just like, okay, that's it, that that moment's over. But um, one slap on the back. 
Danny's oh, no. very happy. Flat back for one uh, session. <laughs> uh, I uh, all I did was fill out paperwork, if you know what I mean. But uh, you know, you know sometimes. what? Can we not? Can we not tell him that they're dropped and just have him go in this ridiculous outfit? I think he's gonna wear a ridiculous outfit no matter what. <laughs> oh my god, okay. You know how Eli never laughs ever? Eli actually, Does she laugh? And it's a legitimate one. And it actually sounds like not necessarily happy, but bright. Like, uh, so unlike Eli. Like, a, a, a light amidst the dark that is Eli in this laugh. Would we say that it carries uh-huh. away to the camp? Uh, yeah, I'll say that. Okay, <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll cut back to, uh, Danny has just left, uh, to go after Eli, and, um, this old, this old monk is just sort of sitting there looking at you all, um, with an eyebrow raised. It's like witness awkwardly trying to explain it, and I imagine Miles, like, correcting him at every point. <laughs> Being like a like a snob about it almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like no 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 the plot's like it's a very interesting plot. All right, that's that's why that's that's why I read it. The no, plot I, is good. I almost forgot oh, okay. that, that you're the reason she has that book. This is yeah. your fault. Yep yep. It is all my fault. I mean, oh, it is so my copy. A, so so it's a smart book. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, yes, honestly, that, that's an insult to other smart books. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm too old to judge anybody for that sort of thing. I've got glad. four smart books in my bag. <laughs> no. You don't know. Oh God. <laughs> make an insight check. No, I don't want to make that insight check. <laughs> Well, um, Let the old man read his smut. His days are past. Yes, um, <sighs> you all seem in, uh, I wouldn't say unlikely, but, uh, if you'll pardon the, uh, if you'll pardon me, Ramshackle Association. I've, I've I mean, I've seen my fair share of adventuring parties. A lot of them come together for odd reasons, happenstance. It, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's something as simple as a bar fight. Other times, uh, fate or uh, a fight happened, and they were all at the right place at the right time. But rarely <laughs> are they from similar walks of life. But you all seem uniquely diverse in that respect. Yeah, coming together through a fight that definitely for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're pretty much on the money. Although, to be perfectly honest, I was expecting to have found some sort of reason by now. I mean, I set out here to to find the inspiration for for my next my next big story, and so far it's just been just been a long string of disasters that I don't think anyone would ever care to listen to. Disasters are pretty popular, aren't they? I don't know much about... Uh, tragedies. <laughs> yeah. The best stories are those that That's involve cool. struggle and 
It's gross. And I suppose it's all just a little bit less, you know, romantic than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, no, duh. Well, writers it's... do tend to embellish. I'll I'll take that in my stride. <laughs> it's been difficult to get used to, to be honest. I mean, some of the people we meet like to give me some some stick for it, but this isn't the life that I'm used to. As compared to what? I mean, you know, being part of part of civilized society. I won't mince words, but we're basically vagrants. Nothing too bad about that. But we kill people. On the regular. That's our standard <laughs> form of transaction. Well, that is a lamentable practice, to be sure, to make you a commonplace, yes. They're trying to kill us first. We, we don't yeah. have to kill them. I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm not used to that part either. The, the worst I would have back at home was maybe some scathing criticism, or perhaps... Perhaps, you know, someone might write a disparaging poem about me, but now there are guys firing poison darts at my head, and, and that's when we're in a library. Yeah, that's... I can understand that. That's certainly different from your world. Let me ask you this. It was... it was Kit. That's right. What was your name, sorry? Oh, uh, pardon me. Uh, Elgor. Just hmm. Elgor. Yeah, sorry to be rude, forgot to ask. <laughs> it's it's but, perfectly alright. I'm by no means the main character in anyone's story at this point. But let me let me ask you something, kid. Do you feel you've grown? Can you look at me and say that you haven't grown since leaving I mean, the comfortable life you've had and becoming, as you say, a vagrant, seeing the world, traveling with interesting and sometimes irritating people. Much as I would love to say that this whole experiment has been a waste of time on my part, I'll have to concede that point. I do feel like this has been a formative experience so far. Do you feel you would have grown the same way? Were it different for other people? You've got me there too. Being safe and being comfortable is nice, but it's nothing compared to exploring the world, seeing what you can do, trying something. There's something very special about hurling yourself upon the winds of chance, maybe just once, but... And it's scary, to be sure, but it's valuable, too, I think. I, I have to ask, you don't happen to be a... A, a storyteller yourself. That was quite an impressive yarn you just spun. <laughs> oh no. Um, I'm just old and full of wisdom, uh, yearning for someone to be sh to be shared with. I'm impressed. Well, I am human. We are short-lived and struggling. We don't get the uh, luxury of long lives or interesting ability that most do. 
so we have to take what we can get. I understand. I, I think I can relate, in fact. It's been quite the transition leaving, you know, the, the mundane ward behind, whereas a half-elf I was, I was fairly remarkable in coming to a place like this where I'm the most boring person you could meet. I mean, <laughs> look, at, look at our number here. I'm sitting next to a fish, man. <laughs> Elgar at this point kind of shakes his head and says, if you're in a competition to be the most interesting... You're going to be disappointed often. Learned that one the hard way. <laughs> Being interesting is not all about looks. You are definitely the most interesting person I've ever met, Kit. That is... By personality alone. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> it could be, be compliment. Could be nicer. <laughs> but even even when. Even when I've I've been thinking that everything seems to be sort of turning around, that that we'd really we'd really come together as a group and sort of gotten over our petty squabbles, and then something like this happens. I mean, not to be that guy, but you did incite it. Well, <laughs> yes, but you you know Eli just as well as I do, like. She likes to mess with people. She enjoys it. I thought it would just be a harmless prank. I think that mm. Eli just needs a little more time to be able to be pranked by others. It's easy for her to prank, for them to prank. But sometimes... They're, they're just doing it to fit in easier, but it's not quite something you can explain unless you've seen it yourself or lived through something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think I get where you're, where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Like, hmm. Yeah, her trying to fit in, and that might be the only way she feels like she... Or they can fit in. By playing Just to be that person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can, I can relate to that as well. I, I think, I think that might be, that might be the core of our issue that that the two of us have. I think it's not that we're from two different worlds. I think we're the same. I, I was exactly about to say that. I think that you are both more similar than you would like to admit. And you mm -hmm. see each other's faults in each other, and so it begins to rub you both the wrong way. Yeah. Wow. Even acknowledging that is a, is a step forward, yes? I, I think it's, you know, the journey of a thousand miles and all that. <laughs> We're on our way. Oh, it's, it's, it's never going to be easy. <laughs> and seeing yourself in another person is always is always a painful experience and you're absolutely right is when you see you are when you see what you don't like about yourself in someone it's it's easy to to lash out against that and and then it's hard to admit why and so that creates a conflict it makes that conversation difficult mm -hmm. 
We never like to admit our faults as much as most people will freely admit difficulties they have. The very core problems that we have with ourselves we never want to voice. In, indeed. I hadn't put much thought into it until I uh, met my doppelganger. Your doppelganger? It's, it's something even I would find difficult to put into words, being able to see yourself from somebody else's perspective. Hmm. Really lays all your flaws bare. But your strengths as well, yes? Well, whenever I talk about those, people tend to get annoyed at me. So Eli's laugh kind of fades away and you're left there against a tree. Did I tell you I uh, sent off a letter to Zelfine? No. What did they? Oh, it's, uh, geez, I don't even remember at this point. I, uh... She oh, gives, she raises a brow. Even someone with such a low wisdom sto- score could tell. <laughs> Something's up. <laughs> well, it, she sent me a letter, right? So, I mean, it was all about, like, hey, uh, how are you doing? You know uh, I read that, right? I told you that I read that. Yeah, I, I know you read it. It was about... I wanted to let her know it was okay to forget the sort of nasty family past that our two houses have had and that I don't blame her for the stuff that her cousins did to me or my brothers and sisters. She, at that point, like, uh, she just sighs and she's like, if you don't want to say it, that's fine, but... And I, that's all that I really had in there, to be honest. I, I, if there was something more, I'd tell you, but, uh... You know, you know she's I, got a thing for you, right? Yeah, no, I, she's real friendly. Uh, I, no. I... Dan, Dan, Danny, Danny Maple Leaf, look at me. Like, she does the whole thing, like, yeah. your eyes, my eyes, look at each other. Yeah. She like likes you. Yeah, she li- like, as a friend, right? No. She what, romantic. What? Like likes you, like the Were Raven book. I, I, uh, yeah, I know. Eli <laughs> <laughs> laughs a little bit again and just goes, "Do you?" I, uh, uh, <laughs> listen, Danny. We don't have to talk about it if it's not your thing. But I just wanted to let you know because it didn't seem like it was clicking with you. I mean, I just, I. Uh, she's very uh uh perky. Uh, I mean, uh, are nice. <laughs> At perky, Eli fucking belts a laugh again. Witness hears this laugh. Oh yeah! At this point, the rest of you would be hearing laughter, raucous laughter, echoing from further beyond in the woods. Like a uh, laughter that, like, you would think like it kind of has Eli's voice but that does not sound like Eli mm-hmm. I just I don't I do you think it would work I don't know I mean I I no offense but I think we'd kind of have to live first 
it's just she's so like nice and I don't know. I mean, if if there's one thing that I learned from my uh, stint in the relationship world, it's that nothing works out. But I mean, you could be an exception. You actually put effort towards things. So I just I I'm not good with words, and and I don't. I never really learned all the courtly stuff that uh, that that some of my brothers did and i i was never great like i know that eli just sighs and goes i mean i could teach you some of the courtly stuff if you want oh i like what i don't know what do you want to learn i don't know how to like introduce my like I know some of it but I just like do you how do you how do you bow or whatever when you meet someone and this all elven court stuff and like I don't it depends what you would do Zelfine obviously already likes you for you I wouldn't say change anything if you want to kind of like bump it up a little bit Maybe, like, maybe a bow before. And Eli stands up and bows. And then introduce yourself. Danny's getting a little flustered. Danny reaches his hand out and touches Eli's hand. Uh, then would come a title. Like, I'll, I'll do it for you. Let's see. I am... Danny Maple Leaf of Ayn Fern, and I would cordially like to invite you to a romantic dinner or dance or whatever you want to take her to. And then you would say her name. Oh, jeez. Accept or decline. I'm pretty sure she'd accept. And, um, yeah. And then, uh, Eli just sort of like stands back up. Like, to where their hands aren't touching anymore. She, like, crosses her arms over her chest and goes, yep, that's how you do it. Anyway, um, we're not talking about this. No one's tell- You're not telling no one about this. And if it is, it's your head. I'm going to fucking kill you if you tell anyone about this. Tell anyone about what? She does the whole nod thing. Like, whenever whenever he did it, you, you know, she does that again. Tell me, what are, what are Danny and Eli's perception, passive perceptions? Uh, nine. Okay. I think Danny's is like 16. Okay. Um, after a little bit, after the second bout of laughter, the rest of the group, um, you actually see uh, Elgor will stand up and sort of look at you all and nod and go, I'm going to go for a walk. You all have a talk amongst yourselves. And he's yeah. going to go off. Thank you for the tea. Uh, be be careful, be- though. The Feywild can be quite uh, tricky. Oh, I'm... Do not worry, I'm well aware. I've uh, I've been around the block once or twice. He's gonna get up. I'll I'll be back though. Um, he leaves ah, the, he leaves okay. the tea set and the and the tea and like a little packet if anybody wants to brew a second round. And he goes uh, walking off. And um, Danny, as uh, you and Eli finish that, uh, you do uh, notice a shape uh, in the trees uh, off to the side. It does seem to be in the shape of the old man. Hello there. 
He'll just say out loud. He says hello there. She immediately, like a hand immediately goes to her dagger. Like, she's so paranoid after what happened. She's like, ah. <laughs> uh, you can make a, uh, you can both make a perception check, but the moment that that happens, you, uh, the figure kind of disappears from the trees. God, I'm just rolling so bad today. Now that's not even, let's see, that's a two. Oofa doofa. Yeah, 25. Okay. Uh, you you see the di- di- figure disappear into the mist, but after that point, it is heavily obscured. Yeah, uh, he's gone. Don't worry. Okay. And slowly goes off the dagger. <laughs> so yeah, Danny's gonna eat his food and say, "I gotta say, I'm really glad I find a time to cook out here." Yeah. Yeah, that Something and chopping trees. You do that all the time? Or, I mean, I guess the tree thing is kind of obvious, but... Well, you know, it's, uh, I like it. It keeps me calm. It's good for the mind and good for the soul. Yeah, you agree to disagree on that one, buddy. All right, then. I mean, I guess we're talking about it. I guess, as stupid as it sounds, reading that... Stupid book kind of helps me, which is why I got so mad whenever I couldn't read it. Hey, that's fair. The story is just really good, okay? Look, I ain't gonna judge, all right? Like, no, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Whatever, yeah, whatever. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I got it. I know what you're saying. You don't have to explain it to me. You don't owe me an explanation. Her lips kind of part for a couple of seconds like she's about to say something, but like immediately just sort of press into a line. And um, she sighs and just goes, maybe we should get back. Yeah, maybe a good idea. I really, really don't fucking want to. We can hang out here more if you want, but, uh... I just don't know how to fucking deal with Pip. Do you want me to talk to him or something? I mean, what the fuck are you gonna say? Don't fucking do that, you piece of kit. I don't think that's gonna stop him. As you all, as you both say this, you hear an incredible hacking and coughing from about 15 feet away in the trees. <coughs> oh, uh, he, he, uh, the he fig- like just, ah! <laughs> the figure makes its way towards you and it's the old man again. Uh, pardon me, I was just taking a, a after tea stroll. Kind of seemed like you were spying on us there for a sec. Yeah, oh, did it? No, My apologies. That- I was just walking. I didn't hear anything. I'm planning on repeating. Good. <laughs> she like she had her hand over the dagger, and then he, he says he won't repeat it, and it slowly goes back off again. Uh, he nods and says, mm, uh, uh, "Apologies for interrupting any uh, intimate moment. I'm going to." I'm going to go back to the, uh, the, uh, campsite, if that's alright. 
Um, we're going to go with you. Your friends uh, were having an interesting discussion. They're uh, an odd bunch, all of you. Yeah, well, you can that. Look, nobody normal's ever done anything interesting, all right? <laughs> You're a lot more similar than you think, you know. Uh, that, that, that strikes a almost particular chord in Eli to where Eli just doesn't have a response, not a witty answer, nothing. Just completely silent. Well, it's perhaps not my place to say, but it seems like you all have a lot to offer for each other. Maybe not all of it good, but it's something. I mean, if you insist. Oh, I don't insist anything. I'm just an old man who wandered towards you all randomly in the Feywild one time. Yeah. Whatever. Let's just get back to camp. Cut to the rest of you having a conversation while, for the next few minutes, well, after uh, Elgor disappeared. Well. <laughs> I think Miles would be defending the Were Raven book a bit more. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. I mean, the romance between the two characters are just so good. You don't see that in most romantic novels these days. Miles. But you know I'm a writer as well, right? Yeah, so I bet you probably take notes from this stuff, yeah? You know, you telling me that just now physically injured me. <laughs> <laughs> Witness snorts. <laughs> <sighs> but either way, you need to stop defending that that trashy book because Witness doesn't care, and there is nothing you could tell me that would convince me of its worth. Eh. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess it's just a matter of taste, huh? Or lack of while, while I don't understand it fully, I do enjoy seeing friends happy, so Miles can rant about it as much as he wants. <laughs> Witness is pure. <laughs> I suppose that's fair enough. I mean, it's the it, it's less the talking about it that I mind, the more the reading from it. <laughs> it, it, I don't know why I'm defending it either. I just I don't know. I like what I like. That's a that's a great attitude. I, All right. I just don't understand why the character doesn't cure his lycanthropy, but that's just me. <laughs> I mean, I, I like shifting into animals as well. As a witness is saying this, the other three come back to the group to witness offering a legitimate criticism of the were-raven smoke. Miles is just about to go on a, like, a two-page rant see, about the symbolism of it. You see, uh... <laughs> Yeah, Danny witness and... is taking it all literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see Eli and Danny uh, make their way back to the camp, followed uh, shortly by Elgor, this monk. Danny just sits down and doesn't interrupt Miles. <laughs> oh, hey, Elgor. That was quick. Yeah, once they come back, I'll be like, oh, get, you guys are back. Yeah, no, no. Okay? Uh, keep going. I want to hear this. Okay, so the the reason why... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, no. Go off. Go off, Katie. Go ahead. I can't go off. <laughs> I'm, 
<laughs> I'm not a good um, yeah, At this point, yeah, Eli is going to return back to, to their spot as if nothing happened and as if no one heard those beautiful laughs coming from Eli. Um, uh, and, like, swipe up the book and start, like, thumbing through it again. Danny will kind of look over Eli's shoulder and read as well. Oh, this is really trashy. <laughs> Eli just slams the book shut again and goes, I can't win with you fucking people. I didn't say I didn't like it. Danny, what are you doing? What? I didn't say I didn't like it. She, like, squints and, like, looks over her shoulder at Danny, who's, like, looking over her shoulder, and just goes, I'm actually surprised. Uh, me too. I'm telling you, the story is great. I know. I just think it's kind of a funny book. <laughs> I thought like, Miles kind of perks up. It's, like, points out part. It's, like, near the end of the book. And just goes, twice we ran from the same problems, and twice the problems found us again. We knew despite this all, we would face it head on together, but somehow our world seemed to split us apart. He was from a different place, a different time. Was it such a crime to think that for a moment we would last? Was it such a pain that we wouldn't last, er, to realize that it, we wouldn't last at all? He kept begging me to stay, and as much as I wanted him to, I could not. Thus, I left without a word. I would wait for him to find me where we would never speak again. That's not trashy. That's good. I know, Kinda right? Like, I can't help but notice that, you know what, never mind. It just, <laughs> it, it reminds me of someone. Uh, he, 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 he like, kind of, like, like, puts her shoulder, her, like, elbow, like, back and kind of, like, hits him in the chest to tell him to stop. <laughs> Would you believe like I said it sort of reminds me of someone as well? Hmm? Yeah, who? <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 nobody you would know. Um. Well, yeah. I can't speak for the rest of the book, obviously. That's why I mean, it's so yeah, good. I, I'll admit, I'll admit some of it is trashy. Some of it is not good. But, like, the story, aside from the smut, is, like, really good. Well, nobody's perfect. I beg to differ. That one was a bit. You guys should know that. Uh, yeah. I, it's hard to decipher your bits from your reality, but whatever. <laughs> hey, man. If I, if I don't laugh, I'll cry. Ah, uh, you got a point. <laughs> uh, Eli has absolutely nothing to contest to that, because they understand. <laughs> when when exactly did this stop being a thing that you read to mock Miles with, and stop being an actual obsession of yours? Okay, first of all, it's not an obsession, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Second of all... <laughs> I... Told you, I... Read books like this before. Yeah, didn't you have a... You had a copy of it, didn't you? With notes on it? No! <laughs> and like, uh, uh, like, just sort of, like, try and avoid eye contact from everyone in the party. <laughs> Eli, would yeah, your, you... Eli, would your deception be able to beat a 29? 
Uh, oh no, no. Uh, also, it's not, it, like even if it was like obvious, like it's obvious. You don't really need a, a, a role to figure that out, you know. Well, you might if you've never met the party before, but uh, fortunately, I'll That's go roll fair. the natural twenty. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Oof. Continue, please. Yeah, you you wanted to do a book trade, and he gave me the exact copy, but it had a bunch Miles. of notes. Miles. What? She like she gets her elbow and she elbows him in the chest too. <laughs> Stop talking right now. Okay. You and your adorable, adorable fish face need to shut up for like three seconds. Adorable. I kind of look at Miles and be like, "Oh, he is kind of adorable," and then I'm gonna pinch his cheek. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Actually, I could agree with Kate on one of his fucking barnacles. No, what? no, wait, what are you doing with those barnacles? And now she's poking at one of them with like a oh. pointer finger. Oh no, here, yeah, this this old trick again. Okay, okay. Uh, eh. Don't <laughs> he kind of like gave up. Blood or something. They make a living, I make a living. <laughs> so true. Oh my god! <laughs> we live symbiotically, it's fine. <laughs> it's chill. I mean, go with what works, right? <laughs> That's been the majority of my life, yeah. Um, uh, can I, like, like, at, like his, his hair is covering a certain part of his eye, like, right? Yep. Can, can I see, like, since I'm so close to his face, can I see, like, the barnacle, like, the buildup of the barnacles on his eye? Actually, it's more of a buildup of moss. Moss? Okay. Can I see it still? Uh, probably if you're that close. Uh, then I'm gonna point at that. I'm not gonna poke it, but I'm gonna point at it and be like, what the- wait, I didn't notice that before. Is that moss? He instinctively, like, puts his hand over his eye. Oh, bad territory. Uh, all right. We all have our <laughs> oh. own. Um, we all have our own scars and stories. Oh, no, that was just a reflex. Sorry. Uh, well, it's not. It's not too bad of a story. I mean, you guys basically know a lot that I've done. This one isn't too bad. You mean uh, the war crimes? Right, exactly. Elgor raises an eyebrow and begins begins pouring out uh, another round of peppermint tea for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, while really... it's happening, Eli is just like continuing the war crimes chant. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Eli, calm down. <laughs> I, I really feel like we sort of glossed over that issue. It's perhaps not the best. Yeah, we also glossed over you faking your own death and shit. But you know, whatever. <laughs> that is a story for another day. <laughs> hey, what? you can you can say what you like about about my past, but no assassins have, have come after the group for for me faking my own death. That's true. I mean, we did have the whole thing with Sir Fluffy Pants and uh, the 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 animal court. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was tangentially related to me. That was just the the wrong place at the wrong time. You know what? Now that I think of it, how did we even get from that place whenever we were being chased chased by the assassins to Ainfern, or at least where that worm was? 
Oh yeah, that was a down a hole or something. Yeah, that's weird coincidence though. Is this common in the Feywild? This sort of I do not think that hole was natural. No, it was definitely like I've been here long enough to know that was not like a thing that happened. Oh, I have no idea. I must tread lighter. You fucking liar! Sorry, that's just me. It was as if the forest opened up and swallowed us. Yeah, Actually, like, you know what? Yeah. Can I I know that I'm probably not gonna be able to win. Can I roll an insight against uh Kit's reaction? Sure dude. Mm-hmm. Uh because I don't want I don't want a metagame. I've got a sixteen total. I got okay, I got a sixteen too. I I rolled oh. a seventeen and it's a minus one. I say oh. I would say that um it's a tie between two contested rolls, so the situation stays the same. Damn it! Shoot. Yep. Uh, Elgore does pick up on it with a total of 20. Ooh! <laughs> nope. Witness sees a butterfly. Um, okay, yeah. I'll roll two. I love the, the idea that I say this innocuous thing and then all eyes just turn towards me and immediately start trying to read. Yeah. <laughs> Except for me, because I watch something else. Yeah, that's well, a no good. I I I justify it as Eli is automatically suspicious of Kit no matter what. That's more than fair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because if had I played someone else, they probably would have immediately just believed Kit, like an idiot. So mm-hmm. does um does Kit know anything then about this hole that swallowed you all up? Yeah. Oh yeah. Death. Oh boy, does all he? Right. He's uh he's not obligated to mention anything more because that is all that. An insight would determine that he's lying yeah, about that. So it, when when he's just said, "I have no idea," he's just like clearly lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Looks around. At least just yeah. to our guest. I, yeah. I think it must have been. You know, we fought that we fought that huge worm right afterwards. It must have been some kind of uh, instability, a, a landslide of some type caused by the worm tunnel in beneath the ground. Yeah, but like it's he just... fell from the sky. Yeah, I was very lucky. We came across that that uh, clearing, that hole. Anyone else just bothered by how the bottom of that hole was just like a bloody mess? Like, yeah, there were just bodies everywhere. No, no one. Yeah, it's almost as if like someone deliberately got us to like go down the hole. You you wouldn't think the assassins led us there, did you? Maybe. Yeah, maybe Mm, some kind of magical trap. I don't know. It definitely (laughs) seemed magical. Mm-hmm. It seemed. Yes. Ugh. Well, I hope nothing like that happens again. Yeah, that was. Woof. Well, all you can I'm do is continue fool. moving forward from there after all. I mean. Exactly. It's best to leave it. In yeah, the and we have this really cool oh, no, moment that is... where we all killed the worm, and then, like, uh, there's, like, this huge, huge worm, and Kit, like, ran away from the worm, and then uh, something happened and, like, started falling in love with it for some reason. It was really cool, but we ended up killing it. Kit really didn't hmm. do that much. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I have, I do have a trophy from that fight, and I'm pretty sure you Yeah, didn't. because we saw you go take the trophy from the worm after we killed it. Well. Details, details. Well, there's a difference <laughs> from continuing to move forward and not questioning those sort of things. It, it certainly seems a bizarre enough scenario that it's worth it talking about, but at the end of the day, it's led you to the same place regardless of whether the wherefore and how are known to you, right? Yeah. Um, And what are the chances anything like that would happen again? Slim to none. Hire if you ask that sort of question. Witness has a thousand yard (laughs) stare. 
Yeah, X, press X to doubt. <laughs> yeah. Just simply because of, yeah, he's just like clenching his, his wrapped up fist and like thousand yard stare. So uh, Danny is going to sort of splay out a little bit. You got nice and warm by the fire, cuddle with his dog and start to drift off to sleep. He's, he's calling it an early night. He's very comfy. <laughs> With his big, oh. big friend. His big dog friend. You had a big day. <laughs> yeah, he's sleepy. Eli's just gonna sort of watch him for a couple seconds with a small smile and just, like, go back to her book. Sort of, like, not, like, intentionally not, like, interacting with any of the party. Hmm. You know, I I didn't ask. What, uh, what are you doing in the Feywild, Elgard? Um, oh, if you don't mind me asking, I'm just curious. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> there are very few secret secrets for someone of my uh, advanced age. I'm just mm. walking. I'm reaching the end of my days and thought I'd take a walk about, leave the uh, adventuring life behind for a bit. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> wish I could do that. I'm not really cut out for adventuring anymore. Wait, Miles, how old are you? Uh, old? <laughs> well, not too old. Like about mid-thirties-ish. And you're ready oh, for retirement, Loretta. That's not bad, yeah. <laughs> There's a difference between your actual age and how old you grow adventuring. Yeah. And anybody and can start you've... adventuring at any age, and it takes a lot out of you. Oh, I feel that. And when you've served in the military, then that definitely. Most definitely. Kinda... <laughs> I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Wait, I, I thought you were a doctor. I I am. I was. I was you a medic. Like doctor. a field surgeon? Mm-hmm. Yep, I went out to the field and took care of my people. But I want to take care of other people, too. That, that usually doesn't end well. <laughs> I mean, I you've confessed like... a lot so far, and that's this, kind of a... So. This might explain the, uh, the ascent assassins. Exactly. Yeah. I feel and... like I, I've suddenly understood the series of events that preceded this conversation. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought to maybe talk about... Uh, talk to Danny about this? I mean, he's had a military past that he doesn't seem to be too proud of. I, um, usually when want someone mm -hmm. to relate to, but you've got to be careful. Especially since it's all coming up now. It's a delicate subject. Danny in his sleep is kind of tossing and turning a bit, and he's breathing kind of heavily. As soon as Eli showed one emotion, they immediately, like, get a blank face and go back to reading the book. As if nothing happened. <laughs> no, is it? You get one emotion per day. Yeah, That's it. That you, you've exhausted your one emotion. Technically, you heard her laugh genuinely twice, so we've overstayed <laughs> our welcome here. Yeah, she went overboard. Yeah. But, <laughs> she's gonna yeah. have to make up for the next the next day. Make up for all of the the good things she's done today. Miles kind of looks at Danny and just says, "Sometimes the best thing you could do is not bring it up." 
let them let them bring it up when they're ready. Those sorts of things are, as I said earlier, personal, not something you can just declare to the world whenever. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's everybody's story is, is is precious to them, and allowing others into it is scary and sometimes doesn't go well. So, if it if it comes up, I you seem the type that will be able to comfort him when he needs it. But until then, the best thing to do is just be there, right? Be a friend. Be an ear. Be a shoulder. Yeah. Always. You you guys have done so much for me. It's the least I could do. I think you'll be doing some good. I think all of us can yeah I think all of us can do him some good yeah sure okay. well I don't know I'm not sure he'd want any of my help <laughs> I think you all are a lot nicer to each other than you realize uh, no, I don't know about all that buddy Standing kind of even you Eli. opens he opens one eye then closes it again pretending to be asleep <laughs> wait a second <laughs> Yeah, you need to die 20. You, even, oh, wait. Even, even <laughs> you I'm getting up by Wit- 20. Witness will see it with a witness, passive witness 21. See it. 23. Definitely. Yeah. Do you say anything? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> of course not. Even you, cool. Eli. Even you, Eli. I'm nicer to these people than you. I don't know about all that. Elgar just kind of <laughs> shrugs and goes, well, that's just one old man's opinion. But I think there is a lot that's worth something here and it sounds as though you've all been traveling together for a good while and well you whoever you're traveling the road with whether you like it or not you grow close to Mm. even if it's in a strange way even if it's not precisely a friendship they become someone you rely on to be something whether it be someone to uh, offer aid to to get aid from to uh, they become something you you can count on to be there in some capacity whether it be a friend or a, just a occasional acquaintance that's, um, that's gonna elicit an emotion from Eli. Uh, that isn't really like any of the other ones she's had, because they're either like, she she's normally hot or cold. Uh, like, whenever she's nice, she's very nice, and it's weird. And whenever she's angry, she's very angry, and it's not weird, it's normal. But, at that, a hand is just gonna kind of go to her neck, and sort of feel through the feather around her neck, like, on a string. And she's just gonna sort of like take a finger, like her thumb, and just like sort of, sort of like, like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? She'll like run her thumb against the feather, mm-hmm. much like someone who has uh, has like a locket mm-hmm. of a loved one around their neck would do. Elgar kind of smiles. Not really saying anything. He just he just kind of smiles and looks at you all, and he um 
finds a tree nearby uh, the fire and uh, and just sort of uh, calls out to the group large and says, "I'll I'll take watch for a while if um, if you want to get some sleep. I'm <laughs> I'm perfectly fine staying awake for a while. I I woke up recently. No, okay. I I got the first watch. All right, I'm going to be up either way, but." Thank you mm-hmm. all for the conversation and uh, joining me for some tea. Yeah. You're welcome, friend. I think we should be thanking you. <laughs> and yes, thank you as well. Danny will give a half a sleep thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us this evening. Kind of nods. Eli doesn't say anything. Sits out against the tree and looks up at the stars. And at one point, uh, over the course of your watch, Eli, he'll take out a paper from his, uh, from within his robes, and then look over it, and then put it back in. What was that? Did you kind of, like, point at the, the paper? I kind of laugh and, uh, offer it to you if you want to read it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is a letter addressed to, uh, it is, it is old and faded, uh, written in just uh, ink on, on simple parchment, and it's it's addressed to my dearest L, and it seems to be from some woman named Paula, describing uh, a newborn son and asking for ideas for names and wishing him luck in uh, a conflict. Hmm. This your wife? <laughs> she was. Break up or something? Uh, not in so many words. It's... you don't want to hear that story. No, I... kind of do. Alright. I... I was a young soldier at one time in my life. I was part of an army of a small country, and we went to war against our neighbor who was superior both in number and tactics and in nearly every way but we believed very hardly in our in our cause which looking back on it was a foolish one i went off to war and we lost i won't bore you with the gruesome details but i came home sans one arm to an empty house and you know what um, I, I, I'm gonna be real with you, Chief. I kind of want to know the gory details. If you don't want to say it, that's cool. But, like, it's kind of my thing. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you asked, and he will take down, he will go to his, uh, his, uh, left sleeve, and he will take it down, and you see that the, uh, the left arm, the ed- bit of it where it sort of, uh, has been cut off, um, is charred and is sickly as though it has been cursed. She's gonna kind of look at it like super, super close and be like, can I touch it? I'd prefer if you didn't, but if you must. She's gonna touch it. <laughs> it feels gross. She's like, no! I... It feels gross? Cool. She likes it. She likes it a lot. I, I, should, I should mention, she has a staff of necromancy, uh-huh. so that's kind of her thing. I, um... I lost it in combat with a, with someone with a, just a cursed weapon, and and uh, 
And that's all there is to it. They couldn't save the arm. It's been like that since. Okay. I yeah, came home we, to... we backtracked. Sorry, I just needed to know You're about right. that arm. I came home to an empty house and neighbors telling me that my wife had assumed me dead and left for a an official from the conquering country who defeated us. That would have pissed me off. Oh, it did at the time. And I was furious. I wanted revenge more him? badly than I wanted anything in my life. But did you kill him? <laughs> all I'd known at that point was soldiering. I lost an arm. I was in no position to fight them. They had won a Pyrrhic victory. So no, I didn't. I didn't kill him. I haven't. I went up to a mountain and decided I would stay there until I died. And then I I met a I found a monastery who took me in and trained me in how to live with uh, both myself and the bits of myself I'd lost. And for 30, 40 years, I wanted vengeance so badly, it hurt. But after that long and being unsatisfied, the feeling died down. It's odd to no longer have that drive, be unsatisfied and be okay with it. But it was the best thing for me, I think. Underneath this mask that Eli wears is sort of starting to crumble away with everyone else being gone and Eli knowing that it's likely she'll never see this man again. And underneath this crumbling mask is hurt and pain. Mm -hmm. And something just very briefly in her eyes that flashes that almost looks like fear. And her hand immediately goes back to that feather as her breath sort of starts to like steady a little bit more. And maybe there's even a little bit of tears building up at the corner of her eyes. And she goes, I lost someone too, but it was all my fault. I have found that when we experience loss, whether it was our fault or somebody else's or nobody's, we blame ourselves, regardless of what's no, true. No, like, I, I know. I know what you're about to say, but I, it was legitimately my fault. I'm not saying that it wasn't. I'm saying that we blame ourselves regardless. And we ask ourselves what we could have done differently, what we should have done differently. We go over a thousand scenarios in our head of, of possibility, and none of it none of it makes any difference to what really happened. I don't say this to act like that makes it any better, but I say it, I guess, to put it in a kind of perspective. Pain is something we all feel. But 
There's no reason to feel it alone. I would rather feel it alone than anyone else having to shoulder it. He pats you on the shoulder with his um, with his uh, hand, and you feel, um, as he does so, a, a wave of energy wash over you, and um, uh, almost a weight being lifted magically, and uh, he casts the spell Guidance on you. He says... I think that's, when, that's what breaks Eli. I think that, like, even though the, the weight is being lifted, I think Eli cries at that point. Hmm. And it's not even, like rupturous sobs that like take over their entire body it's silent ones that sort of like hurt like she has to squeeze them out as she like has her eyes closed they just sort of, like go down her cheeks and sort of make their home there mm-hmm. against the, the war paint that she needs to like reapply and it's showing some scars um on her cheeks and on her neck and she just cries Algo doesn't say anything for a while um, kind of just letting, letting her get this out. Um, and, uh, as she, as she kind of finishes, you know, kind of brings her composure back to herself, he just kind of, he stands up and, uh, puts the letter back in his, uh, in his, uh, within his robes and, uh, and he walks to the other side of the campfire and says, um, Pain is not easy to deal with. No emotion is is easy, uh, but they're important. And I wouldn't. You don't need to share everything with these people. But I think I think what little you can share is worth doing. So I think no. As much as I would like to believe that, no, I'm. I have built this up. It would make me feel weak, hmm. and I can't feel weak anymore. Can't feel weak anymore. Well, I hope one day you can feel strong because of it, not weak. I can't tell you what day, what, when that day will come, but I get the strange suspicion that it will come in the company of these folk. I'm gonna go to bed. I think I'm going to take my leave if that is alright. I'll finish whatever the fuck this is and get someone else to take watch then. Take care of each other. All of you. And if not, confide in each other. At least trust each other with something. And, uh, you can keep the teapot. Are you sure? I get the strange suspicion I won't need it where I'm going. Bitch, did you just say that you're gonna die? And that is exactly what you like then. He smiles and walks <laughs> off. Wait, bitch, wait! Hold on! <laughs> <laughs>
I will plug my things. Um, guys, I am, uh, my name is Ian. You can find me at CF underscore history on Twitter and stuff. I do some homebrew things. Uh, oh gosh, what else do I do? I, um, uh, I am in Horrible Barovia time with Dan and KE, uh, where I play yeah. a big, sad, naked e. tiefling man. Um, I, uh, and, um, this weekend, actually, uh, I'm recording it today, gosh, I'm, uh, I'm starting a new campaign, uh, with Katie as well, where, um, yeah. I, uh, we're, I'm running through a, uh, homebrew, uh, setting of mine. Uh, DJ. Hi, uh, I'm DJ Gallagher, and you can find me at, on Twitter at that, um, handle i guess dj gallagher art but gallagher spelled dumb so it's g-a-l-l-i-g-a-r uh, and i do D art and sometimes maps and yeah that's that's me if you like dungeons and dragons arts and characters Woo. give me a follow <laughs> all right <laughs> jacob okay i'm jacob i'm at sarcastronaut n-a-u-g-h-t on twitter Aside from this, I'm also in uh, Sarah's other game, uh, so I'll plug that for her because she's not here today. It's What We Do in Barovia, which is our Curse of Strahd game, uh, and we released the first episode recently, and we're really pleased with the reception it's gotten. If you want, yeah, it's so good. Uh, a underscore Barovian underscore mess. Because it is a mess. It, you yeah, won't oh, be believe, disappointed. Believe me, some of the stuff that's <laughs> happened in the episodes that aren't out yet is is a tragedy. In a I way. can't wait. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Jacob plays like a polar opposite of the character that he plays in this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's I wonderful. Say, I wouldn't say polar opposite, but definitely, <laughs> definitely a bit less contentious. <laughs> um, Katie? Hello. I'm Katie, and I go by cutieapple underscore pie on Twitter. Uh, I draw sometimes. I'm also in uh, Horrible Barovi Time with Ian and Dan. Uh, and yeah, and we're gonna do a, a fun little, uh, I don't know if it's gonna be a one-shot. Is it gonna be a one-shot? Maybe? Or maybe no. Oh no, oh no, we're planning on doing a whole, a whole full-blown campaign, man. Oh my gosh, okay, this evolved into a big old campaign. I'm very excited now, because I wanted to play Yeah, I forgot to fuck, okay, I'm yeah. sorry, I totally forgot to say the name of it, whoops. Yeah, yeah, what's the name of it, Ian? It's Divine, it's Divine Epic, E-P-O-C-H. Yeah! Name drop. Whoops. Okay, that's it. No, <laughs> you're good. Uh, Dan. Um, you can catch me <laughs> online at LightningFast11 on Twitter and at LightningFast on Twitch. I occasionally stream stuff. I'm in Horrible Barovia time. I'm also in the Laughing Dragon Inn. You can find that on la at Laugh in Dragon, like Laugh in Dragon yeah. on Twitter. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and to finish things off, uh, I'm Alex. You can find me at my big mood on Twitter. I am currently doing commissions right now. Uh, please do commission me so I can do things like live and eat. Um, my Thank my commissions, you. by the way, are musical commissions. Um, so they're real good. Wanna, they're so good. Super if you good. Wanna do your your D and D character, or even perhaps a loved one, or something, as the holidays are coming up, uh, I do suggest you you commission me because I do work very hard. Um, other than that, I am not currently in any stream shows. However, I would love to be in another. Um, you can catch the archive of Cursed Crit on uh, 
that first crit, but that's done. So, um, other than that, we have a Twitter here. It's uh, you can follow us at must be f e y fay underscore t. Have a cool Discord server that we uh, we chat with y'all about. So that's part of the it's on the Twitter. So if you want to join us there, you can. Um, otherwise, thank you again, Ian, so much for coming and uh, no worries making me feel emotions. Yeah, uh, I hope we all felt emotions. <laughs> Thank you for... This has, it must be and I guess we will see you in two weeks' time. I'm trying to do the thing that Sarah does, but it, it, I don't remember. So, bye! Uh, <laughs> bye! <laughs>